We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't know about you guys, but a game is 10 times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I just have a really good feeling about a good game. Other times I bet my team because, well, they're my team. Whether it's your first time or you've been betting for years, my bookie is the best bet for you. You know, guys, NFL playoffs are here. Great slate this weekend. Um, NBA, college, all kind of stuff. There's all kind of ways to bet on my bookie. They have all these options. Props, whatnot. And right now they have a promo going on. Use the promo code chair and it'll match your deposit, dollar for dollar. So put a hundred, get a hundred back in. And plus, you know, they got a mobile site as well, so you can bet on the go. Miss a miss a bet, you can make a live bet. So go to mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Alright, guys, welcome in. Pit Panther Rants, another sports rants podcast, Vlad Harris. Uh, initially I was going to um well, I recorded a podcast on Wednesday. I was going to post it Thursday. But then we had a, um, well, you know, my real job, we had a, um, you know, we have, you know, we have a national, we're a national site. So we have nationally lots of um, data centers. Well, somebody cut the fiber cable at one of our data centers and pretty much crippled us. And on top of that, the network team was trying to fix it. And they broke a lot of other things along the way trying to fix it. So I was paged at 5 a.m. Thursday morning. Didn't get a chance to post a podcast. And then, of course, I didn't, um, I didn't go to bed till, um shoot, it was, um, I didn't go to bed till 9 o'clock this morning. So I was up for 20, uh, 20, 28 hours. And initially, we, they thought they had this fixed at 10 o'clock last night. And the thing about it is, when, you know, if something in the hospital is working fine for five minutes, it doesn't mean it's it's fixed. You gotta let the people work for a while, and of course there was a lot of latency, and so I had to call another ticket. Well, actually, not take a major instance and say, "Hey, get back on here. <laughs> you're not, you're not, uh, we're not going to bed until this is fixed." And of course, naturally, we didn't go to bed. So a lot to talk about. Yeah, I'll keep it short and sweet. Because, you know, I, I really have to get back to work. Um, Pitt basketball. Like a um, huge win. I appeared on the Hill Tough blog. Actually, it's the um, it's their podcast. It's their Roy's Boys podcast. You can follow them at Hill Tough blog. Yep, that's their uh, at symbol. And, of course, you can follow it. The person I talked to was... Um, who heads that is Joshua Marlowe. He's at Joshua Marlowe 5. He reached out to me Tuesday to uh, appear on this podcast. And, you know, that's one thing that kind of, you know, 
I need to do is start having guests on my podcasts. And I think for me, it's the issue for me is time because I, you know, between work and kids, I don't. But usually, if somebody asks me, I will make I usually make time for them because a lot of them, you know, their time is money, and a lot of them want to put their content out and expand their content and. So I don't mind helping out, and I've done that with, you know, well, actually, there was Matt Zemeck. I mean, Matt really doesn't need me to expand his, you know, his content. He's popular enough in the realms of college football. And, um, but still, I'm gonna, you know, if he asked me to jump on one of his podcasts, shoot, I'm going to do it. Uh, I, did, I, did one, I did one with Penn State with Tommy Butler, and, you know, Josh was like, hey, man, this would take 10, 15 minutes. Just want to talk about some things, and that's what we did. Um well, you know, when I talked on the podcast with my, you know, we both agreed that this, you know, this would be a good opportunity for Pitt to still a, a quality road win against a quality opponent, because obviously North Carolina is very vulnerable right now, and you know, Pitt played a hell of a game. They, like I, you know, like I said on the podcast, they were need uh, games of like some, some of their big players, like Trey McGowan's, Xavier Johnson, were need big games. And they got big games for them. It's Justin Champagne pitched in big time because Pitts, you know, their bench really just is all that great. And plus, um, Audis Tony was out. And as far as if you look on the on, on paper, the North Carolina had a huge size advantage. I mean, Pitts only big man is Terrell Brown, and you guys know who Terrell Brown just is what he is. Sometimes you get something out of him. Sometimes you get nothing out of him. I mean, great guy, just, you know, you know, but he just is what he is. But Pitt shot lights out, especially in the second half, made some big plays, and they moved on. I mean, they won at North Carolina, so that's a really big game. I mean, that's that's a big confidence booster, you know, to go in that type of environment and win a game. Uh, Pitt goes to Miami next. Then they're at home against North Carolina again, and, of course, Louisville. So I said they. I said you know. In reality, they're they're going zero and four. They could go one and three, and right now they're one and three, which you know. I, which is what we ex- expected by. So if they can go two and two, even more than that, I'd be really excited. If they get two wins out of this slate, I'd be happy. I mean, if they go to Miami, and pull one off, I'll take that man. Two and two. On this uh, home and away, you know, away and home slate. And who knows? If North Carolina's still banged up, because I know they got some guys coming back, they they may they may take you know, three, three out of four. Who knows? Because I'm not sure about Louisville. And plus, this team has to be dialed in at all times. And even Capel in this post game, as you saw, even said so himself. You guys know what you need to do now. And trying to keep that same type of level for 40 minutes. It's, I mean, it's hard. It is. I'm sure it's hard for us too, you know, in our jobs as well to keep that, you know, that same level because, you know, after a while we get, you know, mentally we get burned out at our jobs because we're sitting in a cubicle all day and typing shit up and whatnot. Anyways, speaking of Capel, he got an extension, which was a big move. I mean, people say it means nothing. I don't, you know, I don't see Cable going anywhere. 
I know he was on the. I know he was on the fan. I guess this morning talking. About, I guess talking about how Pitt fans can be, and I totally understand where he's coming from. I don't think Cable's going to Duke or anywhere else. Um, Duke's going to probably if when Coach K retires, Duke's probably going to go with somebody else. Coach Cable. I mean, Coach Cable's going to be here for the long run. I mean, he's going to be here for a, a while. Let's just say I don't think he's going to leave Pitt for another job anywhere. I think this is where he likes and this is where he stays. At this point. So enjoy him. Because, you know, he's got Jalen Hood Shafino coming in. And, of course, when you get that type of recruit in, you want to get an ex- you want to extend the coach because you want to show these recruits, hey, yeah, we're glad you like you. We're, we're glad you see that we got some buzz going. We're going to extend him and make sure he's still here while, you know, when you're here, when you step foot on campus. So I think, I think the you know, university – is probably seen some uh, really good uh, optim- optimism, a lot of good things now with this, you know, with this latest, you know, commitment and plus this big win. So of course, extend them. Some good things are about to happen. I mean, like I said on you know on the on you know the Roy's Boys podcast with with Josh, I mentioned that um, you know Capel's this building thing is taking longer than expected because. He has to, you know, get relationships with the, you know, the ACC territories with, you know, with Pitt, and not to mention he's not a Duke anymore. So he doesn't get, you know, you can sell Duke to anybody anywhere, but you have to go in these ACC territories now and sell Pitt. And I, you know, I said the last time Pitt was ever, you know, somewhat really, really relevant was ten years ago, and when they went to that Elite Eight run, and I said, you know, a lot of those recruits were. Little kids, and they don't, they don't, they don't care if Pitt went the late eight ten years ago. Definitely not at all. Anyways, let's uh, talk some more stuff here. Um, Pitt football, I guess. Uh, Phil Jerkovic, um, he's a latest. Um, he's a Whitfield recruit. He was highly regarded. Entered himself in the transfer portal and. Naturally, everybody said, "Oh, why doesn't why doesn't Pitt go after him?" Well, Pitt just landed another player, and I'm sure Pitt knew that Phil was going to be on the horizon. Otherwise, they wouldn't have went with the with the player they did. And people are saying, "Well, he could be like Marino and this and that." And well, here's the thing: Phil couldn't beat out Ian Book, so there you go. Maybe who knows? Maybe Phil is a decent player. Who knows? Decent QB. I mean, he'll land somewhere. I mean. Who knows? Maybe he'll go to on. Um, he'll, he'll take the Cam Johnson route, go to North Carolina, play in an air raid, and maybe he becomes a top fifteen pick. Who knows? But yeah, I'm not going to spend too much energy on this because there's it's just a waste of time. Um, Dave Andrews, as you all know, just read this morning he's leaving Pitt for Iowa State. Obviously, this you know this is a big you know big loss. The players, the, I mean, if you look on Twitter, these guys seem to really love this. This coach sucks to see him go, but yeah, this gives Pitt a chance to bring back Buddy Morris. Although I don't think Buddy's personality would really fit with this current group of players. I don't know having these kids um, uh, carrying telephone poles, you know, down the street and pushing um, Cadillac SUVs up Cardiac Hill. 
and of course wearing I work on I work on a curves t-shirts is going to appeal to today's athlete. Not, not saying they're wussies or anything like that, but I'm just saying Buddy's personality may just not fit with these players. I mean, if you go from Dave Andrews to Buddy, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if that's much of a transition. I'm sure Narduzzi probably promotes from within. He does something else. So I would just stay tuned with that. Uh, of course, we got the NFL playoffs coming up. Now, the Saturday slate isn't too bad, but the thing about these playoff games, what irks me is they still like start like, I remember them starting at least at either 12, 31 o'clock, and now, now it's just they stretch it out towards an all day thing. But um, Vikings at 49ers at 3, 335. I'm sure it's 4.35 Eastern time. Vikings come off a big win against the Saints, and they're playing the 49ers. This is going to be a tough game, I think, a defensive battle, obviously, because both defenses are great. This is Jimmy G's, I think, I think, his first playoff game. As much as we were up on Kirk Cousins, I thought the Vikings were going to lose to the Saints. And, you know, he hung in and had a heck of a game, and... You know, the win, in the, the win at the Dome is a big thing. And, you know, so I don't, I don't see the home field being much of a threat to Kirk because he's played in another, another hostile environment before this. But I like, um, I don't know. I, I'll be honest with you, I like the Vikings this one. I think they're going to, the pressure's more in San Francisco than it is on Minnesota at this point. I think, uh, they, I think they move on to the NFC Championship game. Or they'll probably put, face the winner of the Seahawks and Packers. So, yeah. I like the Vikings this one. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I think that they um, they game plan for Jimmy G, and they force him into some bad decisions. And I think uh, Kirk just manages the game, gets cooked the ball, gets to the digs, and they're going to move on. Uh, Titans and Ravens. Is the late game and Titans come off a bit, you know, big win against the you know against the Patriots, but you know their offense didn't do a whole lot in that game. It was more it was more their defense, but they're going to need more other offense in this game if they want a chance. I know at one point they were nine point dogs in this game. They have a chance to cover. I think it's it's going to depend on them controlling the flow of the game. They're going to have to run the ball with Derrick Henry again. But they're going to need more out of Ryan Tannehill. I mean, he made big throws in that game against New England. But they're going to need a lot more out of him in this game. Because if it's a shootout, the Ravens are going to blow the, blow the doors off of them. But um, if the Titans can keep Lamar contained in the pocket, force him to make throws. Although, you know, Lamar actually has been able to read coverages. I mean, he's actually... He's actually pretty. He's actually really good. I mean, he's gotten he's gotten a lot better than when he was last year. I mean, he's he's really you know leaps and bounds. And of course, the way the offense is set up, there's ways for him. You know, he's got a lot of options. There's ways for, they got with Greg Roman as their coordinator. They got many ways to beat you. But uh, I think the Ravens will pull it off, and well, not pull it off. They'll win. But I think uh, I think the I think the Titans will cover. No, you know, I'm going to get some grain. I'm going to say Ravens late cover. I'm going to say it's going to be close, and the Ravens, you know, add an exclamation point to the win. Uh, Texas and Chiefs is on Sunday. Texas come off that win against Buffalo and the Chiefs. 
Now, these two teams faced earlier this year, and it was at Kansas City where the Texans won. The reason why the Texans beat Kansas City last year is because they were able to run the ball against them. And that's what they're going to need to do against KC this weekend is run the football. I mean, they – Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson, and uh, even um, Deshaun Watson, they, they, they combined for almost about 200 yards on the ground that game. And that's what really helped them beat Kansas City. And that's what they're going to have to do on Sunday is run the ball and obviously find a way to stop Pat Mahomes. And Kansas City's deep offense hasn't been – as fire as it was last year, I mean, they're winning games, they're scoring points, but it's not what it was last year. I like um, I like the Texans to pull off the upset. I mean, I don't think it's an upset really because Texas have beat them before. But although Texas were a little, they're Texas are a really weird team. Um, in games where you think they should put put up a lot of points, they they don't. They tend to it's it's weird. They're they're a weird team to to, to watch, but um. I know it's at Kansas City, but I like the Texas this one. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter if it's cold weather or not. I know the knock on Houston teams, even since the Oilers, is well, if it's not hot, if it's not hot or not warm, they're not going to, you know, or in a dome, they're not going to win in cold weather. That's going. That's not going to be a thing. Yeah, I like Texas this one. Seahawks and Packers. Not, no, you know, person from Seattle, bomb. He did bring in Houston. Paul Galan. Posted um, Russell Wilson's number against uh, whoever the Packers defensive coordinator is. But the problem is that coordinator was on some really crappy teams. And I think Russell, you know, I think he may have a decent game, but I just don't think he's going to have enough to beat Green Bay in this one. And it's out of Lambeau as well. And, you know, last week, I mean, you know, if they don't – if Carson Wentz doesn't get hurt, you wonder what happens after after this. You know, does you know does the Eagles win? I don't know. But I'd like Green Bay in this one, so we're looking at Ravens and Texans and Vikings and Packers and in the in the, the respective championship games. No, you know, not, not bad at all. I'll take it. Anyways, guys, I'm done here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. Rambling on. Have a great Friday, great weekend. Well, actually, this will be probably you know this will be posted late Friday anyway. But enjoy the weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday or Tuesday, and we can rehash a lot of this. Let's hope for a pit win. Hell to pit. Talk to you later, guys. Oh, and make sure you go to mybookie.ag and enter promo code share. Get a hundred, put a hundred in, get a hundred back, you guys. So make sure to make some bets this week and get rich. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.